And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. the beach the only place to read your emails and your tweets this is the no dunks podcast on the athletic network it's tuesday march 23rd i'm je skeets and that right there is mr what you need to know tass mellis hey everybody hey tassie we also got my top shot hot boy trey kirby hey yo hey yo the international man of mystery so international he's got a map up behind him and a globe taking it to the max <laughs> lealis friend mm. last but not least making the magic happen is jd hello there he is and here we are shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on youtube appreciate you guys joining us here a little bit later in the afternoon, a day earlier here on Tuesday as we hit the beach. Uh, Trey, did you put sunscreen on your hands? You ready to go here? Yeah, I'm all lubed up. Skeet's got an SPF 75. Can't be too safe Good. around the sun. Nothing healthy about a tan, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we also need to keep our eyes on the old Twitter machine because it is trade deadline week. And who knows? Will Victor Oladipo be traded while we're on the beach, Tass, just walking around, kicking sand, reading emails, and uh-oh, you know, Oladipo could be traded. Or maybe Aaron Gordon, or who knows. So we'll keep our eye on that. But we did get some We got a tiny questions. update, Skeets. Ooh. A tiny, tiny, tiny Ooh. Shams bomb. Hornets rookie LaMelo Ball underwent surgery on his fractured right wrist and will be reevaluated in approximately four weeks leaving possibility for return this season. Okay, okay, okay. It's not trade news, but that's still some good news. Yes. Good stuff. And you wonder, does that news have any impact on the Hornets here at the trade deadline? You know, of course, trying to stay in a a playoff race with the possibility of getting LaMelo back. You know, what what does that mean for Devontae Graham? Okay, interesting. All right. So, uh, yeah, stream teamers, help us out, too. If you see the big, uh, big news from one of the big names... Let us know, and then we'll fact-check it, because I'm sure some of you will just straight-up lie and get us all discombobulated. But we did get some uh, great emails and uh, tweets, and uh, let's get to them, T. Yeah, first one. What's up, fancy layups? With the trade deadline right around the corner and the Lakers losing not just Anthony Davis, but now LeBron, I think the Lakers have to make a move to save this season for becoming like LeBron's first season in L.A. Let me take it back. Team was the four seed. LeBron goes down. Team misses playoffs. The difference is this team may be worse than that team that had Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Excuse me. So here we go. Who says no? L.A. sends Dennis Schroeder and Kyle Kuzma to the Celtics for Kemba Walker. Thanks and go Wizards. That's from Ian in Maryland. Interesting email, Ian. Good one to start us off because I'll take you behind the scenes here. In our document, we all divvy them up. Somebody jumps in and says, I'll answer that question first. Nobody wanted this one. Nobody's name was there. I think Ian put out such a good trade proposal that everyone's like, you know what? Both teams are going to like that. I'm not going to touch that. But I'll tell you where you're wrong, Ian. The (laughs) Lakers would say no to that trade. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but for for a few reasons. First, Kemba Walker doesn't look 100%. And although Kemba Walker is probably the biggest name amongst these three players... You'd be losing Dennis Schroeder, who is fitting in really well with the Lakers and I think is going to do a good job at taking over while those other two guys are out. Also, you know, trading Kyle Kuzma just really kills your depth on the Lakers, and this is not a deep team. You know, Trading two for one, just not a good idea. Also, Anthony Davis is going to be reevaluated in 72 hours, if, uh, if I'm correct, like this weekend. And so... This team may be worse than that team. I mean, nah, nah, I wouldn't go that far because Anthony Davis is going to come back. I understand what you're saying with Ingram and Lonzo Ball, but I think the Lakers would say, you know, Kemba Walker coming to join. 
uh, it doesn't really make sense for us because they've got something good going with Dennis Schroeder and Kyle Kuzma being such a good defense, being an incredible defense. And that, that was a big doubt of mine coming into this season. And Kemba Walker also has been a big doubt. Uh, and he hasn't re really been able to come back while the Lakers have been able to be a great defense and shut me up and shut out a lot of people. So I do not think the Lakers do this. I think they do get their stars back at some point. Uh, but what do you guys think? Is Ian from Maryland, does he have anything here? Is this... Is this uh, even a possibility from the Lakers side? I mean, Kemba Walker is the biggest name, but he hasn't been Kemba Walker like this season. Well, yeah, this is where I struggle with this. One, I do not think the Lakers are going to fall out of the playoffs here. Like, he sort of starts off this whole email. They're like third right now, I believe. There's like 30 games to go. Someone could look it up. But they got like an eight or nine game lead, you know, <laughs> over the play-in people. Uh, that would be pretty monumental, uh, like you were talking about, Tess. Like, still... Some decent players there are still a solid defense. It sucks if you're missing AD and LeBron. I get that. But they are coming back. So they're not dropping out of the playoffs. And yeah, I think the last thing I would want to do when my two superstars are injured is trade for another superstar that's always injured. And this is a bit of an issue with Kemba Walker right now. It just is. Uh, he's not even playing it like in back-to-backs. Uh, and that's a problem. So, yeah, that's why I didn't want to answer this one. I just didn't really love the email, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. No, I'm just kidding. I love it, Ian. Thank you for emailing in. But I, I'm with you on the Lakers saying no. There's just there's no way this possibly happens. Um, probably from both sides, if we're being honest. Lee, what do you think? Yeah, Kemba's got two years and about $73 million left on his deal if he opts into that last year of his deal, which you think he's probably going to because uh, he is the best player in this deal. And if he could stay on the court, the Lakers would do it in a second. But that's the problem. As, as you guys are talking about there, Kemba's injuries are starting to catch up with him a little bit and you're just not sure how much you can rely on him. And uh, if you're only, you know, if he's only playing in the first or second games of back-to-backs, now maybe in the playoffs because you don't play back-to-backs, it wouldn't be a problem because he'd be able to play every game. So I would love to have him out on the court at the end of the game, because I think LeBron would too, but there's just too much risk there involved. And Kuzma is actually having a pretty good season. His numbers are down slightly in terms of his points, but he's shooting better. He just looks more comfortable out there. The Lakers gave him that nice contract in the offseason, and I think he's starting to you know, understand his role. He's not a superstar, but he's a very good complementary player. And Dennis Schroeder last season was in line for six-man of the year, uh, and you know he can be a good player. So this is a sort of opportunity right now in these next couple of games, weeks, however long LeBron's out, where Shooter could step up a little bit and show the Lakers that the, he, they can rely on him come playoff time. So, yeah, the Lakers would do it if there was a guarantee on Kemp's health. Obviously, you can't guarantee those things, so there's no way they would do it now. The Celtics would do it tomorrow, though, I think, because I think... Kemba Walker is on the trade block as well. And the, the thing, two things are holding him back, his injuries and his contract. And so I think Danny Ainge signed him to that contract. And kind of like with Gordon Hayward, he's like, mm, wish I didn't really sign him for that big, super big contract anymore because uh, his value is, is declining. But, you know, we know that Kemba can play. And, and, and seeing him with the Celtics these last two seasons has been the, the most fun I've seen watching Kemba. But you just wonder what the long-term uh, prognosis is there with his knee. Trey? Who says No me to answering this question there you go <laughs> because y'all crushed it you hit every single point it ain't worth it for the lakers right now to trade two for one in a season where depth and health is the mm. most important thing seating's not going to matter for them they're going to make the playoffs they're not going to make the play-in tournament as long as they're healthy it's all good kuzma like you're saying lee he's been pretty good uh recently as well 16 and 7 45 from the field nearly 40 percent from three in the month of march maybe a little pick and roll duo of Schroeder and Harrell with Kuzma making plays on the other side. Works out all right for the Lakers to tread water until AD's back and then LeBron is back. Uh, but you know what? We still gave you a nice solid 10 minutes, Ian, even <laughs> though we all think everybody's saying no here. Next one. Hi, No Dunks. After waking up to the news of LeBron's injury, I was worried about his streak of scoring 10 or more points. The injury happened with 10 minutes left in the second quarter, so I immediately checked the box score, and to my surprise... He was able to score exactly 10 points with a three on the possession after the injury. Talk about clutch. So my question, is there a current record or streak that you personally don't want to end? Like last season, I was bummed that the Spurs postseason streak ended. Thank you for always making great content. Much love from the Philippines. That is from Miguel. Trey, a streak, current one, I guess, record streak that you do not want to see end. Well, I've got three. One of them I just realized... The streak of leaf blowers coming during a recording of a podcast. Thank you, guys. 
Thanks is for that showing you? up is again. It? That's yeah. me. Yeah, we're blowing loads over here, no doubt about it. <laughs> so let's keep Excuse that me? one rolling. Uh, of leaves, Geats, of leaves. Oh, oh. Yeah, just around, you know, around, because uh, we'll blow them again tomorrow. Anyways, another l streak I would like to see continue, the TNT Bulls streak. Yeah, it's still active. Wow. They haven't wow. lost a regular season home game broadcast on TNT <laughs> since 2013. That's 20 straight. And I'm confident that this streak will continue this season. The Bulls had no games on TNT last year, so it kept going. They got no games on TNT this year, so yeah, it keeps going. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, the Bulls' TNT streak is good in the third streak. Well, really well, well, what about, about the playoffs? They could get a TNT game, the Bulls in the playoffs. Oh, no, like I said, the TNT Bulls' streak is that they haven't lost a regular oh, season home game <laughs> broadcast <laughs> on TNT. We are cherry-picking, cherry-picking. Okay. I'm picking so many cherries. That's why all these leaves are falling down, sure. Skeetsy. Gotcha. Uh, my final streak is this is the third straight Formula One season that I care about, and mm. I can't wait for it to begin. You watched uh, Drive to Survive of last year's yet? I'm four episodes in, three okay. episodes in, something like that. Feeling good about Mercedes again this year. Looking <laughs> strong. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Give me Lewis Hamilton this oh, year. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, I think Lewis is going to do it. I think he's going to break through. Oh, wait. This isn't the season where like they've got like these new uh, rules in place where the cars are a little more similar? Is that Or is that next season? I, I think that's remember. next season because uh, regulations got a little bit messed up uh, uh, with, yeah, yeah. with the stop of the se uh, of the campaign due to COVID. So they moved the regulations that were supposed to kick in for this year to the start of next year. Though there is some different qualifying stuff, which is supposed to make things a little bit more fair. Okay. Uh, but we shall see. Okay. Well, I'll go next. Uh, I guess we almost teased it on this morning's No Dunks Daily Show. The Rockets right now are at the top of the leaderboard when it comes to active and current consecutive seasons with a playoff appearance. This is something that Lee has brought up before, if you remember. Uh, they made it eight straight years. Now, that is obviously ending this May. Um, yes, sorry, Rockets fans, you are not making the playoffs, so that's done. So who's up next? Well, with seven consecutive postseason appearances, it's the Raptors and the Blazers. And uh, obviously, you're going to be okay if you're a Portland fan. You're bumping that up to eight. The Raptors, we talked about them this morning. Tass has talked about them multiple times, whether they should move on from Kyle Lowry, maybe even Norman Powell here at the trade deadline. Things are not going well. They're on a crazy losing streak. But the Raps, Tass, have never not made the playoffs while we've lived in Atlanta. <laughs> They've always been wow. in there, which is a wild streak. I mean... Early on, I was flying home to Toronto for game ones of the first round of the playoffs to watch them lose in person a couple times. Uh, lost the uh, game one to the Nets, followed that up by losing game one to the Wizards next year, and then I stopped going, and then they actually won a first-round series there against the Pacers. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy, Tess. It's, uh, it's in jeopardy. There's no doubt. I mean, it's not looking good. Pascal Siakam just got fined 50K for... You know, saying some things he shouldn't to Nick Nurse. It's falling apart, rock bottom. Who's gonna? Who knows what's gonna happen here over the next couple of days as Raps fans? But that streak is in jeopardy. It is, but it wouldn't even be that shocking if they trade Kyle Lowry and still made it in the Eastern Conference, just because it's the East. But yeah, it's it's totally, totally in jeopardy. And yeah. Kyle's, Kyle knows. Kyle knows this is it, right? I mean, he, uh, you know, according to uh, to a lot of sources out there, that this is his free agency right now ESPN mm. Brian Windhorst reporting that mm. he's going to sign a contract in these next two days whether it's with Toronto Philadelphia or Miami it's going to happen in the next 48 hours he's just got to pick who he wants and I would assume he's going somewhere it just has to happen he's golfing 36 holes today he said <laughs> on his day off That's not 18 right <laughs> not 27 not 14 as we've talked about got to shorten that course but 36 this man he's gonna be out there a long time so lot of minutes there for him to get the call oh yeah yeah philly good i uh, just keep and keep golfing because i don't know just feels like this is it this is the, it i guess as raptors fans having watched all these incredible playoff years and, and a championship and we call it a championship era because we're raptors fans and one championship is an era in and of itself it just feels like it's over you know it just feels like shut the door move on to uh to to something new because uh it's gonna be hard to compete with your Embiid's and your Yanis's and your Heats. It's just gonna be hard. So yesterday, I mean yesterday, last year was 
I don't know, it was perfect the way it came, even though they lost in the second round. I mean, the regular season was just so perfect, and this year is obviously the opposite. Mm. <sighs> yes, it's probably so streak, over. Streak is probably over. Lee, you got one that you uh, you don't personally want to see end? Well, uh, just going back to when you went up to uh, Toronto for that Wizards series, you didn't even tell us if I remember. You just sort of uh, popped up on Instagram oh, I didn't or know something. I had to get your permission. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I just say, like, we did the show on Friday night. And then didn't know anything about it. And then Saturday, it was all of a sudden you were you were blasting grams from the uh, ACC as it, as it was at the time, and it's still no, was it at the time? Yeah, I guess it yeah. was interesting. Yeah. But but then it was like, all right, you got to stop going, man, because you you weren't oh, bringing any luck to that team. Uh, and that was a killer. That one, you know, I was there for the uh, F Brooklyn game one yeah. the previous year. That's when Masai Ujiri said that to the crowd. I was right yeah. there, uh, that outside uh, Jurassic Park crowd. And then, yeah, the second year was even worse because it was an overtime loss oh, to, right. to the Nets, uh, to, to the Wizards, to the excuse Wizards, me. Yeah. And I had great seats with my buddy Dub. Uh, they hooked us up there at Turner. We had, those are some of the best, obviously, playoff seats I've ever sat in. And yeah, you know, mm. they lose in overtime. And it, like the streak continued there of dropping yeah. game once. But uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a real streak that yeah. I was so sad to see actually end. I'm just, yeah, just going to like sort of piggyback off your streak and say that if the Raptors don't make the playoffs, also they do end yep. their streak of the longest, most consecutive seasons with a series win at five. Right. Uh, and second is tied with the Celtics and the Rockets, so they might also, yeah. all three of those teams might not uh, have the streak going, which means the Milwaukee Bucks and the Denver Nuggets, who two seasons in a row have at least won one playoff series. People say there's no parity in the NBA. Look at that. <laughs> Let's look how hard it is to win in the NBA and be consistent. <laughs> That's the longest streak? Two the long, seasons? Yeah, well, Denver and Milwaukee, the longest streak with... Uh, if, if all those other teams, like yes, you said, Yes, if lose. the Celtics, yeah. Rockets and the Raptors don't yeah. win a playoff series. Wow. Wow. Crazy stuff. Uh, Tass, do you have uh, anything else for this one? A streak or record you don't want to see in? Well, yeah, LeBre- uh, LeBrecord. I was going to say LeBrecord. LeBron's always on my LeBrind. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, a record. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has the most all-star appearances, 19. LeBron has 17. Mm-hmm. He's going to pass that. Yeah, he's, he just has to play three more seasons, and he has to be an all-star in that last season to get to 20. LeBron likes round numbers. I think he's going to want to get to 20 in his 21st season in the NBA because he didn't get there his first year in the NBA. So then it would be a streak of 20 straight all-star appearances, which would be a record because nobody's ever had 20 all-star appearances. It's Kareem at 19, then Kobe at 18. And assuming LeBron wants to play with his son, he's going to have to play another three years. And so he could tie Kareem and that might be it. Maybe he won't be an all-star in three years, but that doesn't seem legit. It just seems like he's going to get that. Uh, first, he's going to pass Carl next year on the scoring list. Then he's going to pass Kareem on the scoring list the following season. Then the third season, he's going to pass Kareem for all-time record for most all-star games. And I'm okay with it. That's a record he deserves. <laughs> okay, there it is. Yeah. All right, next one. No funnier witty intro here. I just need to know, is this short period of great play by Anthony Edwards more exciting than any short period by Zion to date? I didn't write this email, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> we got to check the IP address I here. I swear to God, I saw this in the doc. I was like, oh, geez, I'm not alone, I guess. All right, good. Yeah, maybe you're throwing a smoke screen here because this guy throws out a particular location where he's from. More sig- <laughs> Anthony Edwards Stratford? has more, uh, more signature dunks consistent scoring, and arguably more fun in front of the camera. Thanks, guys. That's from Eddie in Chicago, bracket not Eddie Winslow. Oh, wow. I like that. It's an important time for family. Family really matters right now. So thank you so much, Eddie. Um, Why are people going after Zion? Uh, First, Anthony Edwards is a different player. So I would say the answer is yes. Uh, Anthony Edwards is a high flyer. Zion Williamson is a is a high flyer in his own way, uh, but it's just not the same. So even last year, um, if you're just comparing, you know, Zion's rookie season where he had half a season to, to John Morant, John Morant had way more moments because he was way more over the rim. I think when you look back at Anthony Edwards' rookie season here, uh, his rookie year is going to be more memorable than Zion's first or second year, mainly because of the dunk on Utah Watanabe. That's really the biggest reason. He's thrown down some other huge hammers, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think, uh, yeah, he's a special dunker. He's just a very special dunker. So even if Anthony Edwards wins rookie of the year, which now this LaMelo ball news really puts him in the uh, 
the driver's seat, puts him in the Lewis Hamilton seat for winning this thing. So I think no matter who the rookie of the year is, I think you'll always remember Anthony Edwards' big dunk on Utah as the biggest play from either of those guys in either of those for their first couple of years. Now, Zion missed the first 44 games of his first season last year, then the season stopped in March, so he was at a bit of a uh, you know disadvantage there. But mm-hmm. what, are, what are his memorable moments? Probably his opening game where everybody was ready to be disappointed because nothing was really happening through three quarters, and then bang, 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 he had four straight triples yeah. in the fourth quarter, which was bonkers, and that's not his game. So I get what Eddie is saying. Anthony Edwards is a special guy, though. He's a special, special dunker. So, yeah, yeah. I think the answer is yes, but I don't know why we got to rail on Zion. I mean, he's a pretty special player himself. Anti-big man bias is running wild, and you can see it in this. You're telling me Anthony Edwards is a more consistent scorer than Zion Williamson, who is a more consistent scorer than Shaq. Come on. This is a ridiculous yeah. thing. That's the where dunk on, went nuts. Yeah, yeah, the dunk on Utah, massive. Definitely the best dunk between either of these guys' careers, but I'm sorry, Utah's not jumping with Zion. Watch a Zion highlight tape. Watch Rudy Gobert get out of the way of this guy coming Mm. into the lane. Watch him throw Rudy Gobert to the ground, and then watch Zion finish. Everybody says, LeBron, why don't you just go to the rim every time? Joel Embiid, why don't you just go to the rim every time? Giannis, why don't you just go to the rim every time? Zion does it, and everybody's like, this guy is the most boring player in the league. Ridiculous (laughs) stuff. Honestly, ridiculous stuff. Eddie, that's why your wins are low. Yeah, I think uh, you just should have left out consistent scoring of this email, uh, Eddie, not Winslow. Um, otherwise, yeah, you're right. Okay, signature dunks. Yeah, Anthony Edwards got him beat right now. Fine. And probably more fun in the front of the camera. Yeah, okay. Anthony Edwards seems like a very, very, uh, you know, quirky character, if you want to call him that. He's super confident in who he is, and he's a, he's a great quote machine, and he's fun on the Zooms after the game. Okay, yeah, maybe that's more exciting than Zion right now. But uh, consistent scoring, you, you lost me there, my man, just because he's uh, put up what? I don't know, what's he averaging, like 25 over the last little stretch here since the All-Star yeah. break? I know he's getting great numbers. I, I like since him. the All-Star break, he's at 25 per game for the season. It's not no, so I'm, saying, oh, I'm saying Anthony Edwards, Edwards yeah, is. Yeah, 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 right. I'm he's done it for like you. two weeks. Yeah, right. no, right. Zion is a, a consistent scoring machine yeah. uh, just because it's not as exciting as Anthony Edwards. So, yeah, uh, you don't need to knock down Zion just to build Anthony Edwards up. But, I'm fu- uh, look, I'm loving these dunks from Anthony Edwards, and I just still think, I mean, at some point, uh, Zion's going to just – absolutely get somebody like it's coming we know we can do it uh and then that'll be the next big top shot moment that everybody will want so yeah lee anything to add to this one no but uh, edwards is uh, right now having the most uh noticeable period of his short career because he had that right. 42 point game he's hitting the threes he had the dunk so it's kind of like oh this guy maybe he is actually a legit number one rookie uh you know of the year so uh, that's why I think Anthony Edwards is more into the conversation right now because his season didn't start off all that well. But uh, he's picked it up. He's a good player. But, you know. <laughs> this is a great comment, JG. Zion is going to get Steven Adams by accident. <laughs> possible. Possible. <laughs> a, that might be his first real true poster in the league on his own teammate. I can see that happening. I was surprised right. to hear on the podcast last week uh, that Anthony Edwards was getting those Jimmy Butler comparisons, which mm-hmm. I mean, fair enough. They're both jacked shooting guards, but Jimmy Butler was nothing like Anthony Edwards as a rookie. We're talking yeah. Anthony Edwards as like Jimmy Butler as a player when Jimmy Butler finally got to Minnesota, because when Jimmy Butler was a rookie, he was the 30th pick. He scored by getting back cuts and offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. We're seeing, you know, current NBA Finals level Jimmy Butler stuff from Anthony Edwards when he's playing at his best. The future is certainly bright, no doubt about it. How soon is it going to be before it's Anthony Edwards' team and we're talking about Cat going to Phoenix to play with Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton returning to Minnesota? That's going to happen someday. Yeah, well, I think Lee was already talking about that, it feels like, months ago. Weren't you, Lee? You wanted Cat out of there. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Anything you want to speak to the uh, comparison there? I think that's you first came up to that uh, with that one, you know, just seeing the similarities, I guess, between Anthony Edwards and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, uh, it's impossible to remember guys' rookie years. I mean, yeah, it's definitely an Anthony Edwards comparison to a more modern-day Jim Jim because Jimmy wasn't anything uh, like Anthony Edwards in year one. I mean, he wasn't doing anything. Anthony Edwards is balling, and yeah, it's his team. And so I, I don't know what happens with him and Cat. It's, uh, he's got an option. Cat uh, has this, uh, this opportunity here to have a 1A beside him. Anthony Edwards has come out of the gate. He is, he's taken over uh, that team, and that just doesn't happen in the NBA very often. So this is a great opportunity for Ket. From the draft, you got somebody beside you. So hopefully it works out there in Minnesota to have two number one picks who can ball. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, it's, 
it, it's it's a roller coaster there, man. It is a roller coaster. Some nights are great, and and some nights Anthony Edwards doesn't have it, but hopefully they can put it together on the same night. Because even last night, Anthony Edwards tried to decapitate Moses Brown, who's a seven-two center <laughs> from OKC. Tried yeah. to tried to posterize him. It was amazing. Moses Brown wasn't having it though. He's been posterizing his uh, his young career plenty. Got. Posterized by Lowry Markinen last week. Uh, and then Cat, you know, it, it took him a billion shots to get to his 30 points. So, ah, man, it's it's depressing. It's depressing that they're below the standing. They're below the Houston Rockets in the standings after the Rockets missed 20 straight games. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Next one, yo, new donks. I hope this message finds you well. I was recently turned on to Paul Williams, a New Zealand musician who creates strangely specific, catchy, poppy tracks with a perfect for me brand of humor. A friend of mine sent me one of Williams' songs because, quote, I think this has a lot of basketball references in it, question mark. Indeed, it did have a lot of basketball references in it. William's song, number one, was apparently written just after the 2013 NBA draft and features references to Anthony Bennett, Nerlens Noel, Rudy Gobert, and the UNLV Running Rebels. So here's a part, <laughs> and uh, you know this person, Terrence, included the lyrics. I was your number one. I was just like Anthony Bennett. Just like Anthony Bennett, you traded me for love. Excuse me. You traded me for Kevin, love. I was just like Anthony Bennett. Uh, I, I actually looked up this song, and it's a real song. And it, these are the real references. Uh, unfortunately, my friends don't fully appreciate the humor in this line. Have you guys ever found something that spoke to you on a personal level, level but it was too specific, and none of your friends would understand what makes it so great? Perm up, shave your thighs. Awesome. That's from Terrence H. Uh, JD, I don't know if you're there. Did you... Uh, did you just like seek out the song as well? Did you fire it up there on the old YouTube machine? Paul Williams and the number one? No. In fact, I thought Paul Williams was dub. <laughs> no, I, I, I also didn't write this one. I haven't written any of these wow. guys. These are real emails. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Anyway, it was, it's catchy enough, I guess. Uh, you know, it's just classic sort of poppy little music there it's a quirky i guess it, it speaks to terrence uh, does it speak to you as written as a joke you know because terrence I mean, is talking about how they don't see the humor in this and i don't know i mean it kind of seems earnest <laughs> i was your yeah. anthony bennett i don't know i i i mean i took it as a joke you're sure. writing about anthony bennett uh, <laughs> a good point <laughs> um but my answer is is also uh you know musically based here uh I loved from day one, ever since I found out about Francis and the Lights, for whatever reason, that guy's music speaks to me, and I was always trying to make people listen to it, and like, you know, check this out, especially my, my wife even, nor I'm like, she would always hear me listening to it, and she's just like, Meh. she's like, I don't get it, it's not that great, and uh, I stand for Francis, and he went on to do some pretty special things, like he's sort of like, well, now, now, but I'm talking like back in 07, 08, 09 there, right when he was dropping those EPs. Uh, and LPs, I was like, I'm all in on this guy. But yeah, similar, I guess, to this Paul Williams with Terrence, you know? It's like, uh, music's weird that way, Lily. Yeah. It's like, I can get it, I can love it, and you can yeah. be like, ah, this sucks, or not for me, you know? That's fine. Yeah, well, that, that's my answer is actually the same with Mariah Carey when I was like a 14-year-old boy. Not a lot of my dude friends are like, oh, yeah, let's get some Mariah Carey. Oh, let's right. go listen yeah. to that. Let's turn like, this on the radio in yeah, the car. Yeah, everyone else has listened to Anthrax and Megadeth and... Uh, I'm like, can we put on Dream Lover by uh, Mariah Carey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Anybody else have a music answer? 
Mine no? is not a music answer. Mine's a books answer, Skeets, and I showed it today. Trolls, Trolls, Trolls mm. by Art Grandpa Stavig. Oh, this is also a YouTube video. Very weird. A man just talking about, I believe, Norwegian trolls. I've had many uh, novelty books in my life, including Little Penny. Remember Little Penny? The, mm. the Nike yep. icon. Chris Rock voiced it. They came out with a book, Knee High and Living Large. I had that, and I also had the Austin Powers book, Swedish made penis and larger pumps and me. This sort of thing Wait, is my bag, baby. That's not <laughs> Written mine. by Austin Powers. You don't need to have novelty books in your house, but if you do, it's fun to just leave them out sometimes. You know, Laura will walk by, she's like, what? What is this? Is this a real book? Trolls, trolls, trolls. I do not like how that book looks. It gives me the creeps. Oh, you want to get the creeps? Take a look at the back cover. Look at this this Sasquatch kind of guy. Oh, my God. What are we looking at? The pages are even weirder. They put Uh, the least weird stuff on the outside. I am not a fan of that design and photos of that book and the name, everything, the subject matter. No thanks. Hard pass. Uh, it's okay. That's your answer. Uh, JD, do you got one for this? Yeah, it's the Clipper Bros. Because uh, two weeks ago, I was uh, I was just chatting with uh, Rachel about the Clipper Bros. And uh, she had no idea who they were. Like I was like, you know, turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. We made a t-shirt out of it. We literally end every single show we've done Probably at least podcast for the last six years, I want to say. Five years. Hundreds of shows. (laughs) Many shows. Hundreds. No clue what I was talking about. Had no idea. And explaining the Clipper Bros to somebody who has no idea what you're talking about (laughs) is actually pretty hard, you know. Well, you know, it's these two guys who got kicked out of a Clippers playoff game because they were drunk, and they just ramble on and have this great interview, and they wrap it up by saying, uh, 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 you heard it here first, turn up, love you guys, awesome. And uh, and they're like, "Uh uh-huh, okay. And then, well, and then we started putting it as a drop at the end of the podcast, and then we made T-shirts out of it, and everybody loves it, and it's still, you you can't, (laughs) if you don't know, you don't know, and you're never going to explain it to anybody. And I just realized that the the other day, like, and my wife just never listens to the show. She, she's listening maybe to this right now, but that's it. That's the only, she'll never seek it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we make it more confusing by saying Clipper bros, like pluralizing it. Even right. though you're right, there mm. are multiple bros in the clip, but we only play one guy talking from the clip. It does right. make it a little more confusing. Cause Did I'm you play talking. it for it, J.D.? Uh, no, I'm still hoping that she listens one day. Oh. Hear it, but. Every now and again, I just go back and watch that entire thing. And it oh, is, it's so good. Oh, yeah. hey, so I'm charismatic. I dropped yeah, some knowledge yeah, on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm charismatic. Oh, he says that is great. Uh, what's the vodka he says, too? What's the po- brand? Popov, I think Popov it is. Vodka. Yeah. It's like the shittiest vodka. You know? yeah, <laughs> they I frown upon it. it. Not enough people have seen this video. Like, yeah. you can search... Clippers bros kicked out of game one. It's only got a little more than 111,000 views. Uh, And it feels like at least 11,000 of those are from the five of us here. So I would go dip in if I'm you. Yeah, Yeah. it's so good. Um, All right. Well, hopefully Rachel will listen to one of these one day and and actually get the reference. I'm not holding my breath. No, probably not. Probably not. Uh, Tass, you got an answer for this one? Oh, yeah, this is definitely something no one has ever heard of. It's a, it's a small, small gem that's buried somewhere on the Internet. But uh, back in the early podcasting days, there was a, a character that was doing podcasts. And uh, he was talking about, uh, he, he's, he's just this character talking about his day-to-day life. And he was talking about his coin purse a lot. And uh, my, myself, my buddy Ryan Seton, we, we, we still joke about uh, the coin purse, but we—it's it, gone. It's gone to the internet. It's—it's—it's it's, it's buried way deep in someone's cache. Uh, it's gone. It's—it's it's gone. So, hopefully, it turned into a Bitcoin, and some—and I will find that coin purse. But right now, I can't. I can't. We think about it every couple of years, and we think about it. It was like 10, 12 years ago, and we—it's an know, audio we, podcast, like yeah, a comedian, yeah. or like it wasn't supposed to be funny. Oh, it's supposed to be funny, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So it was, it was like a, a bit. It was a character. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I thought you were going to go uh, and say Bob Duca there for a second. That's what oh, I thought right, your right. setup was uh, headed towards. But no, yeah, I haven't heard this coin mm-hmm. purse. It's gone, no, though. It's great. Yeah, no one knows about it. 
Have you tried, just like, just out of curiosity, like, crazy, like, searches for it? Like, you know, whatever, like, other thing related to it pops up in your head. You try that with coin purse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For nothing. sure. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Swear words, curse words that he threw out. Maybe nothing. somebody in the stream team will, like, know what you're talking about. And mm-hmm, yeah. Somehow, somehow man, locate man this. Man in his coin purse. Find it. <laughs> Find it. Wow. All right. Good luck to everybody out there. That's, uh, if, yeah. you, if you come through uh, with that, oh, we'll, yeah. give, we'll give you a t-shirt or something like that. Yeah, I will give you a, a non-fungible <laughs> coin token for sure. <laughs> All right, next one. Good day, Dinkies. It's been eight years since LeBron won an MVP award. That would be the longest gap between MVPs in the awards history by far. Jordan's four-year vacation from winning it being the current record. So, my question. What's something you used to be really good at? Gave up for a long while and then picked it up? with the exact same skill level as before. Turn up. No love, you guys. No awesome. That's from Dan. Oh. Trey, what do you got? Oh, jumping rope. Didn't jump rope for almost 20 years. Uh, last summer, picked up a rope. It's still just jumping a rope. The, na- the, the action's right there. It tells you hmm. exactly how to do it. Jump. <laughs> Guess what you're jumping over? The a rope. rope. Yeah. Look, I started with the leather rope. I had to do a whole bunch more effort you know to get it to get it to flip over switched to a cross rope upgraded my rope game it's got a little bit of a weight to it now i'm click 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 click. got the doubles got the crossovers Uh, i wouldn't say i'm at my high school best but you know i feel like a boxer out there feeling tough and now's about the time um getting warmer outside time to get cut no better way to get (laughs) cut than jumping rope yeah excellent Mm. good tip what do you got lately yeah, well, uh, you know, growing up in Australia, I played uh, Australian rules football, but obviously I haven't really played it for the last 20 years. But the season kicked off last week. Yeah, I did. And so uh, maybe I was a little bit inspired. So, oh, uh, I don't know. Look at him go. Look at him go. I took the boys out to the park, sold them a bit of candy, took a bounce, swung onto the left, and uh, <laughs> I surprised myself. You know, I wasn't just uh, in pain the next day. So, you know. It came back. I just, uh, I, I said, I think it was uh, last week. I have got five Australian rules footballs in my house. So took one out. Boys loved it. They had a great time with it. Yeah. Were so, you teaching, uh, them the, teaching them the game or were just like, uh, yeah, just cares? kicking it, kicking yeah. and catching. We call it a mark when you, when you catch yep. the ball. So I have to sort of translate a little bit because I say mark, it does sound weird. Like mark. No, it's a catch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're catching the ball. So yeah, they had a great time with it. And uh, yeah, I sort of showed a little bit of dash out there still. And uh, you know, there is a league here in Atlanta. I think maybe. you look faster because your hair is flowing <laughs> in the wind. I think you look like 2006 Steve Nash running out there, yeah. splitting the pick and roll between seven Oscars, setting up Amari Stoudemire here. Look at this guy. Oh, yeah. Look at that. The hair in the face as well. But uh, yeah. What did you say? Show him some candy? That's when you sold, show him sold, the ball. And- sold them some candy. Yeah. You sold know, like, uh, yeah, they you, go, you call it a bork or you're selling some candy. You know, look, I was showboating for sure. You know, some of the. There was a little birthday party. There was a little birthday party going on uh, in another part of the thing, and uh, here was the old man just playing footy with his kids, but not really playing so much. It's more just sort no, of showing just off. Having his wife film him. <laughs> well, no, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't say, kids. "Hey, start rolling." I was just playing, and she was like, "All right, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna start recording." And then I said, "Yeah, this is great. This is great stuff." So uh, up she went. <laughs> you also look fast because you're racing children, right? I mean, they're, they're half your size. Ah, come on, JD. I think there's a little bit of dash out there still in these old legs. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a bit. <laughs> the funny thing was when I look back at it, I was panting rather uh, feverishly. <laughs> oh, wow. The old lungs. You need to jump yeah. some rope there with TK. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Actually, that is the thing with skipping it's, or jumping rope. It is so good for your cardio to build yeah. up. So, yeah. Maybe we'll get miss, together. Uh, do I'm going to be running a... circles around you out there pretty yeah. soon, mate. <laughs> I do miss uh, having a kick in the studio before the starters. That was always fun, especially when something would get, you know, <laughs> broken. <laughs> Watch the camera. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharon, I remember one day she uh, booted it and uh, went well past the TV up to the top there. <laughs> Hilarious stuff. Yeah, yeah. She landed her mark, did she? Uh, <laughs> Get on your marks. It's time for the show. All right, I'll grab the football and kick it. Uh, what, do you, what do you got, Tass? Uh, well, speaking of old sports, um, I'm still good at breaking open breaking open sunflower seeds with my teeth grabbing that seed out of it and spitting out the shell still got it just like the old softball days yeah i hadn't hadn't really spit sunflower seeds but uh, yeah i can i can still put in like a huge handful into my mouth 
pack, pack them, pack them all in the cheek while yeah. I okay. remove one from my cheek. You know, crack it, spit yep. out the shell, and go back in for some more. Yep, that's how it works. Yep, yep, yep. That's how spitting shells works. Yeah, and the rounders jacket's still fitting real nice on you. Saw your photo today there on Instagram. <laughs> I laughed so hard at not an ad. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I mean, the Davids were featuring. Yeah, just like, yeah, you're right. I mean, good way to get in front of it. People would have been like, what? You getting that uh, sunflower seed money, are you? I wish. I wish. Yeah, I picked sour cream and onion. Always a mistake to go away from the original flavor. But yeah. I'm a sucker for going after, you know. Sometimes actually uh, there's a pepper, cracked pepper or something. Yeah. Something. That's yeah, probably that's decent. Wow. But, oh, uh, now yeah. I want to have a sunflower seed. It's been so long. Just okay, one? So you still got the skill. Well, yeah, just one. I watch it. <laughs> That's how I stay so skinny. Well, uh, I'm watching I, the I, figure. Uh, but what? David is still on top of the game? Uh, so. In the seed game? I know Spitz is in the mix. I like that. It's like, yeah, it's like naming a jump rope a jump rope. What do you do with these seeds? <laughs> Spit them out. Yeah. Not my wife. She eats the whole seed. Oh, I oh. hate oh. that. Crazy, man. Oh. Crazy stuff. She's a chewer. Oh, it's so She's gross a chewer. <laughs> yeah, she only eats chews. Precious. Yeah. <laughs> Precious. Uh, yeah, David's <laughs> definitely still the Goliath, the sunflower seeds. Oh, there's, there he yeah. is. Look yeah. at that cool guy. Oh, yeah, you got a yeah. bunch packed in there. You're right. Yeah, totally. That's not my tongue. Um, yeah, and I, I dropped a few on, on, the, on the ground, and my one-year-old uh, walked by and, and put them in her mouth. And for once, she was putting something that which is it's just actually food in her mouth rather than a rock or a stone or something like that but still had to get it out of there she doesn't have my skills she couldn't chop it up <laughs> spit it out she wanted to pull a pull a laura kirby and chew it up and swallow it i said nah strong teeth yeah that's how you get those strong teeth cracking uh, shells my answer, I guess, is sort of sticking with the sports theme we've got going here a little bit. Um, what is something I used to be really good at? Gave up for a long time, and then when I picked it back up, I was flawless at it. NHL 94 for the Sega <laughs> Genesis. I was incredible at this game as a kid, and it was gone for 20 years. And then I got somehow a weird thing, I think, from my uh, in-laws for Christmas, like a... One of those built-in games that you can just plug right into the TV, and it had Madden on it, and it had NHL 94 on it, but it was like the Sega Genesis like controller. And I went right back to kicking ass on this thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, it was so good. But I will say, then, I don't know, a couple months in, Graydon brought a ringer to my house once. This guy named Dave, he said, oh, he plays that game. I was like, oh, yeah, we can play. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm killing everybody at this. I was like, whatever. He destroyed me. Ugh. Dave kicked my ass. It was like 10 nothing, man. It was like, what's going on here? Like, I'd never lost it. I'd lost it like 25 years. And suddenly this guy shows up at my house and is killing me. So, um, in your own house. Did you I know, man. I was shook, Lee. Shit. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, I like, he scores one. You're like, ah, lucky. And he scores another. I'm like, oh, boy. And like, we were playing with like good teams, too. I had my, uh, um, I had my Canucks, you know, yeah. I had them going, you know, solid team. I forget who he was playing with. Maybe the Red Wings. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> your boy Dave needs a urine sample. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Sep. <laughs> This guy maybe is uh, all Stevie, up was it Stevie Wiseman? Was he uh, was he slutting him past you? Was it him? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Better <Slutting> off. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie Wiseman. <laughs> well, wow, that's a funny slot. thing. Yeah, well, the Chris Chelio, Stevie Wiseman, there and um, uh, there was another guy. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, it was like a the, Swedish or um, Federoff. I said Sergey Federoff. Yeah, yeah. Here, I thought uh, there was like a somebody. you know Herdberg or someone. You know, Edberg or someone like <laughs> that. Nicholas Lindstrom. Forsberg. Oh, Forsberg. No, he was. He Colorado, played hockey. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. an Avalanche. He was yeah. a Winnipeg Jet. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Chris Chelios. Yeah, he wasn't a Red Wing. I mean, did he get to the Red Wings? Eventually. Yeah, yeah he played so. for the Red Wings at some uh, point. He would have been a Blackhawk probably on that team. Um, Skeets, though, I do think you got hustled. Because if I'm not mistaken, Dave, also Canadian. So he's got the, the Canadian yeah, he is, hockey background. And, you know, this was a while back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this um, was a, a best loss for sure. Yeah, we ended up. At uh, like Graydon's work for a party during the Beltline Parade, you know they always have the Lantern yeah. Parade. We ended up there because his office was really close, and I met this guy Dave, and he told me this story about beating you. <laughs> I know. 
at like at the parade. I don't know when it was. It was probably months later, months. months yeah, yeah, months prior, whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're talking a, a big game about beating another person at a game that's 25 years old. It must have meant something to you. So, <laughs> oh my god! I think is, I think Graydon set you up here is what I'm saying. I mean, it has stuck with me, man. Well, yeah, Graydon probably did because I was kicking his ass at this yeah, game, yeah. taking down Vance. I'm taking down everybody. Like I'm like getting to the point where like I'll do manual goalie, no problem, and like give me the crappy teams. Like it doesn't matter. Like I'll take you down with the Nordiques, you know, like. And then, yeah, suddenly Dave's in my house. I barely met the guy. And this guy's like, you want to play? I'm like, yeah, we can play. <laughs> Thank God we didn't put money on it. I would have put thousands on it. I was like, yeah, I'd take this guy. But he kicked my ass. Uh, shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f***ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, uh, a couple more here. Hey, icing only Dunkaroos. Look at that segue. Uh, we recently purchased our first home. It's been a huge whirlwind and one I thought we were up for the challenge of. I was adamant that we didn't need to hire painters, which turned out to be a huge mistake. Literally everything that could have gone wrong did. We put silicone caulking on the baseboards and door frames only to find out it wasn't paintable and had to be completely removed. Ugh. What is something you completely underestimated and wish you just paid someone to do it right the first time? That's from Bat Brad up in Toronto. So, Lee, what do you got for us? Yeah, I, I didn't really underestimate this, but it was uh, just before Hurricane Irma was coming through Atlanta in 2016. And uh, I went upstairs because I've got an attic and there was there's a window there and it had a little crack. And I thought, I'll just go up and check the crack on the window just to make sure it's okay you are always in your attic oh, I you, like. I, you wouldn't believe how much time i spend in my attic these days it's unbelievable um anyway so i went up there and uh and there was a light source coming into the roof into the ceiling there and i was like oh what's that and so i had to sort of monkey bar my way over to the window and there was a massive hole in my roof in the ceiling like the, like where the shingles go so, and this was on a sunday at like four o'clock in the afternoon and uh, I said to my wife... Can somebody like, throw up the comment? There it is. It's yeah. window <laughs> story. <laughs> LOL from Jared Dre. Yep. <laughs> and I said to my wife, like, there's a hurricane coming through. We've got a hole in our roof. Like, you know. So, uh, you know, I, you know, Google uh, emergency home repairs. There's like three or four that immediately pop up. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You call them up. Nah, we're not coming out. Nah, there's a hurricane coming. I'm like, I mean, 24... Seven, 365, this is fitting into that window. Nah, can't do it. So I had to go up to Ace Hardware and uh, and I just grabbed like some some really that super sticky tape. I don't even know what it's called. And I thought, I'm just going to have to do what I can here to fill the gap. So I got home, went upstairs and I tried to put the tape on the, you know, outside of the ceiling and then put it down to have it stick down. Like, I don't know how I thought I was going to do it. Right. It didn't work, uh, but I just kept jamming tape up there to make the hole smaller. In the meantime, my wife, Roxana, she worked the uh, Latin connection and she got uh, Beto, my Mexican uh, roof repairer, to fly out late in the afternoon. He came up and fixed it up. <laughs> and uh, I Beto said to him, roof? What's that? That's a, that's a 
politics pun. Bet, better or roof? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so he came up and took care of it and fixed it all up in time before the uh, before the rain and the wind came. But uh, this, this, the remnants of my just jamming a lot of tape into the uh, hole in the roof is still there. I mean, it'll never come down because why would it? You know, right, so right, right, right. so it's there. But uh, I, I still wonder how I even got myself up to that part of the roof and didn't fall through, you know, the the ceiling. Because I did actually, I trudged somewhere and I made a little hole in the uh, in the plaster above. So uh, you know, that's something that that uh, I did. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. JD, JD, anytime, man. Good hole or bad hole. Please hit him with it. Cool story, bro. Uh, Get John Van Beesbrook's comment in here. We got a goalie in the chat. Lee, stop the madness. Lee, well, how many times do we have to hear this story, mate, from John Van Beesbrook? He's listen, playing the- <laughs> NHL 94. Yeah. Anytime now, and tonight's going to be a bit windy and rainy. I'm going to be up there tonight for sure. I'm, I can't, I cannot what? now... Go uh, with any time it's windy. That I'm more worried about with my roof now because the shingles just come off. We, and it's in our whole area. Our, our townhouses are like 10, 11 years old now. Anytime there's wind coming through, the emails the next day. Ah, uh, shingles all over the place. <laughs> Send out the roof repairers. Why don't we get someone who's actually better at repairing roofs than the company we're using? I think they're right. a dud. You know, right. get better to just do them all. You'll knock them over in a couple of days. <laughs> So you guys have uh, oh you guys have a roofer that does all your roofs same like you guys don't. We have, have a company, yeah, yeah. But I have Beto in my back pocket because uh, he actually turns up before the rain. I, I, I probably told this one last time where they said, "What, what was the rush?" I said, "It's going to rain, and the company we use can't come out for three days." I'm like, "Well, I'm not just going to I'm not just going to let it the rain fall when I've got my man who can come out and take care of business." So. But it sounds like Beto could be doing it a little better, no? No, no, he, he does the job. And when he's up there, he's like, do you want me to fix these other roofs as well? I'm like, nah, they can fix their own. Man, I just picture your roof with like, just like buckets everywhere in the attic that you're always just moving around and stuff. There like is that. one big bucket up there for sure. My because I goodness. stuck that up there and now I'm not going to leave. I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to leave it just in case. Because one day... <laughs> It's going to happen where the wind comes through and Beto can't come and I'm going to be stuck. So, right. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry to hear this. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear this story again. Check your rooms. Uh, have you got an attic? <laughs> uh, I do have an attic, yeah. I'm, that's why I'm like amazed how often you're up in your uh, attic. I go up in my attic like four times a year, maybe three times a year, change the filter uh, on, the, uh, on the unit up there, but yeah. that's it. I'm up there tonight. I'll send you a text. <laughs> <laughs> I might just move up there. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like, yeah, put your room up there for sure. All right. Okay, anyone else have an answer for this one? Trey, you got anything? No, mine was actually roof-related, and there's oh no way God. I'm going to talk about it. No way! <laughs> oh, oh man. man. We got to start a roofing company, mate. I think that would be, we could, <laughs> we could go into business here, because, as you know, it's very windy. <laughs> Most houses have roofs. <laughs> what do we call it? No, I don't, I don't. No yeah, what roofs. do you call it? Yeah. No, no holes. Yeah, you're calling no your hole. company No Roofs? Your yeah. roofing company is called No Roofs. Yeah. Well, we can't dunk. That's why we know dunks, you know? Well, I get that, but yeah. I don't think you're going to get a lot of uh, calls. <laughs> oh, great one from Sarah no, Gray. Yeah, no drips. Yeah, that's roofing good. Roofing company. There it is. Great well one. done. Well done. Okay, there you go. You got something. Uh, Tass, you got anything for this one? You know, something you uh, you completely underestimated, just wish you'd paid someone to do it. I don't know. If I just if I have an answer here, I'd just be hitting shingles while at least hitting home runs. <laughs> oh my so God, I'll, I'll, this guy's firing the pun gun like <laughs> <Yeah>. insane today. <laughs> Oh man, you got to do Beto better than Beto, man. No, Beto's great. He's great. Why don't you fix your whole roof? Just get him to fix no, because your he's whole not allowed roof. to technically. Because, yeah, because you're, it's in, the, you're a part of this townhome. Yeah, so they have a contractor that they use, and it's just they let me down, and that's where Beto comes and saves the day. So, you know, they should. You do even Beto's. legally allowed to have him up there? I wonder if something were to happen. Uh, heaven forbid. I don't know. Yeah, you may I have mean, to go through their people. Yeah, I mean, well. probably not. But Atas, you just got a new house. I, I you probably. You probably want to just take a little peek up there. Get up know? there, Tass. Take yeah. a look. Take yeah. a look. Sure. There's nothing sure. more disheartening than when you go upstairs and you forget to turn the light on. And then when you open the attic, you're like, oh, my God, the light's coming through already. You know, you're just like, e. all right, all right, we've got to fix this. So, uh, yeah. 
Well, I'm in my attic right now, actually. So <laughs> hopefully that sounds good. Hopefully it doesn't start raining because there's a hole yeah. right above me. So it's in the forecast, so let's hurry up here before it rains tasses out here. Rains tasses out. Okay, uh, we got one more test. You got this one. Greetings, No Dunk Dudes. I recently heard from a Canadian YouTuber and podcaster that Tim Hortons has moved their annual Roll Up the Rim promotion to their mobile app. I'm not Canadian, but I know how beloved this promotion is and would imagine that this change would ruffle some feathers. Oof, yeah, Mo Verney must be upset. Yep. Uh, as Canadians or at least former residents of Canada, how do you feel about this change? The Roll Up to Rim, the classic rolling it up, has moved to mobile. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. That's from Evan Skeets. Have you been ruffled by this news? I'm very ruffled by this. This was news to me. Um, so if I have this right, they have gotten rid of the actual roll up the rim on the cups themselves, I guess. That was the thing. You'd go in, you get your coffee, and then you have this little thing you roll up and you see if you're getting a free donut or a free coffee or you could win a, I don't know, a Chevy Trax or something like that if you were really lucky. So now it's just, what, on my phone? I just, uh, like, I don't understand how it works because I buy a coffee that I'm given a code or something like that? Is that what goes on here? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you pay through an app as well. Uh, B. Weidman uh, with a comment here saying it's awful. You just win points. Oh, this yeah, so is horrible. This is instead horrible. Instead of winning, because winning, you used to roll it up, yeah, the paper cup, and it used to usually say loser, or it would say win. <laughs> Gagnon. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> Donut. You win a donut, or you win a coffee. Yeah. And then, you, then you'd have to... Rip that little piece of paper, yep. go up to your local Tim Hortons barista. They're not baristas there. And, uh, yeah, get a donut. Or, But, you know, what I do like is that you never would have to carry a little piece of paper in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's nice. <laughs> but uh, I don't like the idea of not being able to roll the actual yeah. rim. You know, that's that's not good. Brad Spencer, I think, is kidding, but he says, one of the prizes this year is an athletic subscription. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking into it. I can't maybe, tell if it's true. I don't know. Maybe it's true. We don't live in Canada anymore, but I'm sorry to hear this. Yes, my uh, my feathers are indeed ruffled. Um, you know, you're just, you're just, rest, you're, 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 <laughs> I'm so upset I can't even talk about it. I really am, and I, I need to hear Mo Verney's thoughts on it because he had a big thing with the cup sizes at one point, and uh, now I'm sure he's going to be really shook by this. Uh, I can't wait for that video, I guess. I think our minds all went to the same place. This is yeah. the biggest change in Tim Hortons in a decade. Since <laughs> yeah. they dropped the extra large, a medium became a small. We want to uh. pay more for our coffee. Some incredible lines. Really introduced us to the world of Mo Verney. But I'm, I did a little research. Grand prizes for the Roll Up the Rim promotion include a one-year subscription to The Athletic, a standard prize, Incredible. It's a three-month subscription to The Athletic amongst, you know, a bunch of other prizes as well. But I love it. I like that part of it. Get you a uh, coffee. Get you a subscription. It's just like, I don't know how I feel about it still being called Roll Up the Rim. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's, unless I'm doing, I guess maybe you can do it on this mobile app. Maybe it's like a little uh, a virtual version of that task that you can maybe. swipe up or something. It probably is, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. That's, what about uh, that's uh, calling shame. it Tim Shot? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like you're trying to mind that. generate points. Yeah. Mm. JD, you got something to say about this? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm good with it. I'm. Why? It's better. Uh, <laughs> number one, I always found it really hard to roll up the rim. Like, I could never do it. I don't know if I Jeez. had weak fingers. I, I'm weak, or... JD, but uh, you're weaker than an I am. You well, can't uh, roll up a piece of paper. It's just <laughs> awkward. It's, you know. It's gross. And, um... Yeah, a little, a little and a little gross. Thank you. Yeah. It doesn't need to be gross. It's like you got to just slide your cup-like lid in mm. the right spot so you're not, like, sipping in that mm. spot lately. Yeah. yeah. I think we need to educate the audience a little more on I that. Think so. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's not easy, though, with the fingers. I ended up doing it with my teeth a lot of the time. Yeah. 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 Also gross, really, because you're <laughs> handing that to somebody. And that brings me to my second point. I, I think maybe I suffer from social anxiety or something, but I could never bring myself to claim my prize. Like, never. <laughs> like, I just felt weird about it. Like, oh my no, I get a free donut, you know, like I would never. And half the time I would just throw it away because I didn't, I knew it was like, I'll win something, but I, I'm not even going to bother getting it. So 
I'll just yeah. throw it away. Yeah. So why did you even roll it up, JD? Why, why did curiosity, you? Just curiosity. Just curiosity. Mm, okay. He wanted the to see if he won time. the TV or the car. That's right. right. So and even that. then, I'd probably still go. Mm, I don't <laughs> think I wanted. I don't want to make a big fuss. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like I have a TV. It's fine. You know. I mean, how how often would anyone win though? Like one out of a hundred oh, cups yeah. of coffee, maybe. I could do it forever. To win a coffee or a donut? I think they were pretty high at one point. Like, you could, you had a pretty good chance. If you were getting a cup of coffee every day, like, the odds are you were getting one every, like, couple weeks for yeah, sure. Yeah, nothing, nothing substantial, though. It was that was all it was. It was just the coffee and donuts. Like, I never knew anybody who won anything other than that. Did I ever tell you this story when I went back to Stratford? We were living in Toronto, and like everybody you would go home for the holidays and this was like early on when we were a bit younger everybody would go out to you know everybody when you go home for the holidays everybody goes to the same bar especially from a small town right and like you're seeing everybody you haven't seen in years uh and i'm with friends that i was still friends with of course and living in toronto and we just came up with the weird idea one year that i was gonna say i won a car on roll up the rim and just see what people's reaction was to it so all these people I haven't seen, you know, what have you been doing this year? You know, how's it going? All that small talk was just like, oh, yeah, pretty good. Won the roll up the rim. Uh, won the Jeep Cherokee. What? <laughs> and that was like, we just like leaned into this bit. And like, it was like, I mean, like years later, people like, still can't believe you won on roll up the rim. And it was just like a really, really strange bit for these people I never saw. Um, but yeah, uh, now you can't do that, I don't think. Now they're like, oh, let me see your phone. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, let me check your app. Let me check your blockchain. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Are there non-fungible timbits? Like, can can <laughs> non-fungible timbits? Yeah, yeah. Can you fudge that? I guess you know who who's gonna crack that. Who's who's gonna be the hacker that gets a dozen donuts? <laughs> there were there were concerns about that back in the day about like people somehow knowing which cups had like the prizes and stuff yeah. like that. I don't know if there was a way to tell because you worked in the store or stuff like that. I remember those becoming stories. Maybe they were urban legends. People putting Thanks. them aside and stuff like that, giving them to their friends. <laughs> well, that's that, uh, that? McDonald's movie, those. isn't it? On um... yeah, right. It's pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. millions. Yeah, like yeah. millions. Yeah. And no disrespect to the athletic, but you know, like that's one of the grand prizes. I mean, you can get that for a dollar a month right now. I mean, (laughs) where's the Jeep Cherokee? Well, they got Volkswagen cars, air miles, TVs, smartphones. Uh, Everybody wins. You never lose with this now. Every single role they say is a win. They have retired. Please play again. Oh, see this. Uh. Yeah, so that's the point. That's where the points come in. Right. You, yeah. you quote unquote win, uh-huh. but you're, so, yeah. just, you're adding Oh, I hate this even more now. This is a, a participation trophy for getting a fucking coffee now. That's where we're at. Listen, if my app says you win, gang yo, every time, I might be into it. That's yeah. pretty cool. I'm totally no, into it. No, because you're not winning anything. You win what? Well, you won points. What does that mean? How many do I need? It's not as fun. I love seeing donuts. For sure. <laughs> I'm getting a honey glazed donut next time I come back here. That was the beauty of it. I don't know. I just like hearing, I like hearing Gagno, a Mark Gagno, a Dave Gagne. You know, it's just cool to hear a French word every once in a while. Yeah. That, that particular one. Who's Mark Gagne? Oh, Brad Gagno. Brad Gagno, Dave Gagne. Yeah. Simon Gagne. He was a Eric hockey player, Gagne, wasn't he? A closer yeah. in the end Oh, Simon Gagne. Yeah. Eric Kanye, yeah, yeah, great stuff. Oh, Eric Kanye, I do remember that name. All right, let's call it there. Uh, thanks for the uh, emails, guys. Keep them coming. No dunks at theathletic.com. Email them in. Get yourself an athletic subscription. You don't need to go to Tim Hortons, okay? You don't need to roll up the rim virtually on an app. A dollar a month for people in the States and in Canada. New subscribers, go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. And if you're in Canada, task theathletic.com slash no dunks Canada would be the Correct. URL if you are in Canada. Um, that will be the uh, the link for you. A dollar a month. Get in, guys. Go get your merch at nodunks.com. And yeah, that's it for today. Back tomorrow with What You Need to Know, The Daily Show at 10 a.m. Eastern, live on YouTube, and maybe a little whoopsies in the mix as well. Trade deadline right around the corner. I told this uh, to you guys before, but 
that daily show on Thursday. We're going to push that back a little bit later in the day, uh, try and catch ourselves some uh, maybe of the late breaking news in the afternoon if there are some trades so we can uh, actually talk about those on the Thursday show. So that's the plan moving forward. But test is what you need to know all week and a bunch of other goodies. So make sure you subscribe to us, the No Dunks YouTube channel. Clipper bro. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us and uh, just going to geek out for a sec. How do you guys spell donut? You go D-O nut or do you go D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T? I go I go D-O nut. Yeah. Nah, you don't yeah. like the full. You I like, you, what? Oh, you're, you're going nut. D-O-U-G-H? We're doing that one? Doug H nut. <laughs> yeah. Doug H. <laughs> All right. Embrace the day, people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.